Effective Living with Reverend Henry Hubert. May you be blessed as you listen. Now, the message. Lord, you this very important subject I've been doing, the more I think of these subjects and I look at the things that are happening in our time, the more I think we need a message like this in these times. It will help you a lot. It will take you very, very far. Amen? Amen. Five things that are more than money, that are better than money. It doesn't mean money is bad. It doesn't mean money is evil. Money is very good. But there are certain things that are better than it. In fact, when you have these five things, you will end up having more money than you can ever imagine. You will see yourself achieving more, doing more in your lifetime than money can ever do for you. As Christians, I want us to take this subject very, very seriously, think about it. I've realized as I study these five things that they are very much interrelated. I realized that if you take one seriously, you will some way, somehow bump into the others. The first thing that is better than money is blessing. A man who is not blessed, who has a lot of money, will not end up, will not end up very well. A man who is blessed with no money will eventually become rich. So I'd rather have blessing with no money today because I know where it will take me. I'd rather have blessing and no money today than to have money and no blessing. And sometimes many Christians in the pursuit of money walk away from blessing. And I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to let money drive blessings away from you. The second thing that is more important than money is wisdom. I've come to realize that it's not possible to walk in the fullness of God's blessing without the wisdom of God. Without the wisdom of God. Wisdom is better than money. Because the reason why many people who get money lose it is lack of wisdom. That's why nobody has become wealthy by winning the lottery. These days, lottery is not common. Like, is it still there, by the way? Now, betting has taken over. Is lotto still there? Three, single three, 44. Is it still there? Are some people still playing? Is anybody here still playing lotto? People can analyze lotto numbers, analyze it, and tell you that this week, uh, I think two years to last year, somebody called me. He said, take your pen and paper. I have a lotto number for you. And I told the person, I don't need it. But do you remember people won lottery? Big monies. After one year, all the money is gone. Why? Lack of wisdom. Lack of wisdom. When I meet people and I see their wisdom, I don't worry about where they are now, what problems they are in now. I just know this guy is going to go far, far. By the way the person is talking, the way he's thinking, the way he's analyzing issues, processing information, you can tell that this guy, just leave him and give him time. He will be a great person. And sometimes you see people with a lot of money, but the way they are talking, you know that this one, in five years' time, he will be a, he will be a disgrace, complete disgrace. So may the Lord give you wisdom more than money. Yeah, that's why your prayer times, you should ask for more wisdom than money. And when I laugh people a lot, 
I don't just give them money. I share with them the little I know which can help them to go far. But some people, you just have to give them some money and leave them alone because they don't value wisdom and they don't want to even go anywhere in life. There are people who are just happy being dependent on people. Wisdom is better than money. Favor is better than money. Oh, God. May the Lord give us favor. Amen. I said, may the Lord give us favor. Amen. If there's something I pray for you today, it's favor. Amen. Favor will give you more than money can ever give you. Favor will take you places that money can never take you. So instead of praying for money, pray for favor. And please, there are important keys that release favor in your life. I wanted to try to make sure you live your life in a way that always positions you for favor. Yeah, and I've thought of that. So don't only pray for favor and go and live exactly contrary to the life that brings favor upon people. Favor is more than if you want to experience favor in your life, you need to pray for it. Number two, celebrate favor. That means when people experience favor, be happy for them. Congratulate people. Don't frown at people's blessings. Envy will never bring you favor. Envy will drive away every favor from you. Number three, sow seeds of favor. Be good to people. Do things for people they are not expecting. Number four, give sacrificially. One of the things that unlocks favor is sacrificial giving. Sacrificial giving. Giving that costs you. That you feel it when you are giving the money. You know, sometimes there's an offering God tells you to give. You feel like they are pulling the hair in your nostril. Now, relationship is more than money. Why? Because sometimes you may not have money in your pocket, but you have people around you who have the money. And all you have to do is call. If you have a lot of money and all the people around you are poor, you are in big trouble. And then we talk to every rich person. The greatest joy of a rich person is to know somebody around him is there for him, not because of his money, but that is just there for him. Sometimes you may have a need and you don't have the money to get it, but there are people in your life who have the money and they just get it for you. One of the things I keep telling people all the time is, if you have a very serious problem today, how many people can you take your phone and call? And they happily will respond to helping you. Because when you don't relate with people well, you cannot just call them demanding their attention in the time of trouble. Are you hearing me? And I tell people all the time, I said, I believe people must earn attention. Can I say that again? People must what? Earn it. You want my attention, you should earn it by the way you relate with me because I won't ever be used. One of my principles in life is like, you cannot eat your cake and have it. If you eat it, it's finished. And there are people who don't care about anybody. They don't like anybody. They don't love anybody. But when they are in a problem right now, they will harass you in character. Pastors, it's not only anointing and gifts that will take you certain places. Character. Maybe that brings us to the last one. You need it. If I don't pray for you, you still need this one. A good name is better than money. Hello? I didn't say the Bible says so. Proverbs 22 Verse 1. Proverbs 22, verse 1. When you finish writing your, the scripture, I want you to look up because I want all of us to read this. Are you ready? Ready, go. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. Loving favor rather than silver. I've realized that 
a good name is always related to favor. If you have a good name, you will enjoy favor. If you have a bad name, you will enjoy rejection. A good name is to be chosen rather than what? Riches, great riches. So God said to Abraham in Genesis 12, verse 2, he said, if you leave your father's house to a land I will show you, I will bless you. And I will make your name great. I will make your name. I will bless you and make your name great. I pray for you that you will not only walk in the blessing of God, but you also have a great name. Now, why is name so a serious issue? Names are serious because, number one, names communicate a lot. There's something called nonverbal communications. Names communicate a lot, isn't it? Names speak volumes. For instance, if I want to mention certain names and then tell me your reactions. So when you hear a name like Judas Iscariot, how do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel? <laughs> okay, if I say, I want to give you a name. <laughs> I like you so much, I want to give you a name. And I said, the new name I want to give is Judas Iscariot. I'm not happy about that name. You don't like it. Why? Because somebody decided to put up a particular behavior and his name became a resentment. That is why nobody calls his child Judas. Even though the name Judas is a nice name. It means praise. Judah and Judas is the same. Praise. So even call your child Judah without the Iscariot, but people still don't want it. And if you dare call your child Judas, if he grows, I bet you he will change it. But people call their children names like David. David a good name? Yeah, great name. If you hear a name, a name like Nelson Mandela, how do you feel? Awesome. How many of you wish you had met Nelson Mandela in your lifetime before he died? How many of you wish? So? You like that guy not because of his character, because you, you, you don't even know him to know whether he's actually somebody with a good character or not, but his name is powerful. Names communicate volumes. In that sense, names open doors. Is it true? There are certain names when you mention it. If I'm in the office and I say, I don't want to see anybody, and somebody comes and says, Dr. Otterville sent me, you know that door will open. <laughs> Quickly. Exception to the rule. So, if you have a good name, it will open certain doors for you that money cannot open. The last one, names determine value. Names determine what? Value. Now, I have two books here. Can you give me these two books? Now, in the market, this is my book, Success Your Best Friend. One of the best books on success that you can ever read. I can dare say that. But it's my name that is on it, okay? This one is a book authored by my pastor, Dr. Otago. Anybody who enters the bookshop will buy this before they buy this. And the reason why they will buy this before this is not because of the content, because of the name on it. You may buy this and go home and realize, oh, this one too has a lot, but how many people know this name? How many people know this name? A lot. This book will sell in America. It will sell in India. It will sell in South Africa. It will sell in Australia because this name is known. So what gives this book its value is not even the content. It's not the packaging. It's not the material. Maybe, maybe this, this book may have a better the material, the paper. You know, papers are on different qualities. 
The quality of paper that was used for this may be even better than this, but who cares? Who cares about paper quality? Do you know that we all buy names in the market? Do you know we, we really don't buy products, we buy names. The name on any product determines its value. So names are value. And I said, the definition of money is value. So if you go to the corporate world, marketing experts understand this so much that what they protect and what they try to enhance is the name they put on the product. In marketing, it's called brand. So I see, long before branding was taught in any business school, scripture gave this to us freely. Today, branding is a big deal in marketing. So every one of you here, you have a business, think about the name of your company because it is the name that attracts the customer. If your name is not good, your business is not going to last. It's not going to get any far. The richest company in the world is Apple. The richest company in the world is what? Apple. Now, a picture of the Apple brand. All right. Can you give me one in a, in a dark uh, background or something? Okay, but all of you can see it, all right? Okay, so that is it. This is just what determines value on phones. If this one is not on a phone, the price, the price will change. Put this on any phone, the price change. So today, eh, there's something called brand value. That means you can take this um, design and sell that one alone to another organization and still keep your company without a name. And the company won't go anywhere again. Do you know the value of this design? We see an apple with part of it chopped off. Do you know the value? $241.2 billion. That is the value of this one. Not the whole company, just this design. The brand value is $241 billion. $2 billion. The point two alone can, can sort out a lot for me. God help me. The point two. This is a company that started from a garage, but this company is rich forever. The brand value alone makes it rich. Okay, now I want to show you some comparison. Now, if you take a company like Toyota, you know Toyota? They manufacture car. They have manufacturing plants all over the world. The whole company, that means the whole of Toyota, its assets, its brand value, its factories, and everything is worth how many? $238 billion. That's a lot of money. This is a lot of money. Yo. But are you seeing, seeing, doing some comparison in your mind? The brand value of Apple is higher than the whole company of Toyota. That means the whole of Toyota cannot even buy the brand value. Not, not the company, not the company of Apple, but just their brand. They can buy it. You can check, you think I'm lying, you can check this on the line, on, on the net. So when the Bible said, a good name is better than riches, this is the argument. <laughs> now, I have learned that one of the ways to become very rich is to just work your way to have a good name. And for the rest of your life, you have what we call human capital. As an individual, you can move money anywhere you want to. 
Yeah, let me show you some two more. Okay, so this guy plays football. He makes a lot of money yearly from playing football. But a company called Adidas, you know Adidas? Good. They are a very rich company. They decided that to get more money, they want Messi to give the company endorsement. Endorsement means you stand on the, on the cameras and say, Adidas boots are the best boots. I use Adidas to play football. I encourage all footballers buy Adidas. That's a simple statement. But do you know this can make the sales of Adidas products to skyrocket? So after saying this, you go and sign some documents. And how much do you get? $25 million every year. Not, not one time. Every year, you land in your account. $25 million. That means even, even if he lose all his money that he earned from playing football, this alone. Now, another footballer decided to push Coca-Cola bottles. They put it in front of him during an interview. He just put it aside and took a, a bottle of water and said, water is better than Coke. And Coca-Cola lost $4 billion within a week. Within a week, they lost $4 billion. Do you know how much Ghana government is from IMF? <laughs> three billion. The whole Ghana government, they need three billion dollars. <laughs> Somebody can make four billion move by just pushing their product aside. Now, it is said that in 2018, when Ronaldo was, um, when he was presented to his new club in Italy, in Juventus, you know, when you take up and they, they do uh, a first day appearance, Juventus jerseys, within 24 hours, the jerseys that people bought because Ronaldo was going to be presented, $61 million in 24 hours. I think I've made my point, isn't it? Yeah. I think I've made my point. <laughs> Let's close with answering this question. Somebody's saying, but I'm not a footballer. I'm not this, I'm not that. How do I build a good name? Three ways you can do that. First one is your character. The second one is your image. Third one is your reputation. Character. If you have a good character, you are building a reputation for yourself. If you have a bad character too, you are building a reputation for yourself. The question I want to ask you, what kind of reputation are you building for yourself? Your character. And you know, character comes back to relationship. And I said it last Sunday, if everybody says you are bad, take time and think about it. Everybody cannot be wrong. You can see character in how you respect people, how you are honest, you are not lying all the time, how you have integrity. Integrity means what you do and what you say must agree. If what you say and what you do disagree, it's called hypocrisy. And nobody wants to get along with hypocrites. Hello? Your integrity, your humility, your generosity, all these things is giving you a name. Number two, your image. Your image has to do with your appearance. I've preached about appearance this year, which many people didn't take me seriously. Because even after preaching, I keep seeing people lousy in their appearance. But I'm telling you, appearance is important to your name. Because some people will judge you by how they see you. God said to Samuel, men look on the outward. 
That's, you, can, you can't do anything about it. Your appearance. The way you communicate. The way you talk to people. And please, learn how to communicate well. Because you can never be successful without it. Your image also has to do with your principles. Principles means that you don't allow circumstances to make you change your position on issues. If something is wrong, it's wrong. If it's right, it's right. That's principle. And there are people you can tell, this person won't do this because you have studied him over the years consistently. This thing he is wrong. Whether money is on the table or not, wrong is wrong. Right is right. Principle. The last one, reputation. And this is where it's very important. You can have the two, but if you don't have the third one, you can't really make, make much of a good name. Reputation. The number one key to reputation is your quality performance. Excellence. That is what made Ronaldo what he is. That is what made Messi what he is. That is what made Apple what it is. The quality. So find out where you excel and develop yourself there because that is where your money is hiding. Everybody look at me. Your money is hiding at the place of your excellence. Let me say that again. Your money is hiding where you excel most. Everybody here, there is something you can do better than all of us here. Me, I can teach better than all of you. Ha! <laughs> huh. I can teach the Bible better than all of you. Or oh, pastors, you want to challenge me? <laughs> but there are certain things I cannot do. Yes, there are certain things I cannot do. So, my money is hiding in my teaching gift. That's why I work hard on it. That's why if I'm, if I'm taking one message, oh, a lot of work goes into it. Because I know that is what gives me my reputation. You can criticize me for everything, but you will say, oh, but he's a good Bible teacher. Yeah, you, you criticize, but after you have done everything, you go, so, but as for teaching the Bible dear, the guy, he can teach. I can't play drums like Josh. Do you know Josh is known all over Ghana because of drums? Because of playing drums. He travels out of the country to go and play drums. I cannot play drums. I played the primary school, uh, this thing. Oh, yeah, the one we, we, where we are assembly, we are marching to classroom. I, I played it. And then when I was in secondary school, I played a talking drum. So I think I can play some drums, but not to the point of, yeah, I can play the talking drum. But I can't play drums like Josh. Your money is hiding in the place where you excel. People pay for quality. If your chop bar has the best food, even if it's in the corner of all corners, people will find their way there because the food is good. So quality, you're excellent. What, what do you do? Listen, whatever you do, you are a hairdresser, you are a seamstress, you are whatever you do. Develop it, do it well. Let it be one of the best. Whatever you cannot be the best in, don't do it. You won't make much money. Your reputation, you get it from your performance. Number two, your service. How you serve people. Using your abilities to help people, to make people happy. That is what Nelson Mandela did. He served his nation and he got a good name, isn't it? He served. He didn't make much money in his lifetime. In fact, he's, he ruled for only one term and stepped down. Not many African politicians would do that. 
But that man had a lot of money, not from government, not from corruption. But people were donating money to his foundation. I was in Nelson Mandela's house in uh, Soweto. His first house is a very small building where he lived before he was arrested and sent to the Robin Island. I was in the house. It's a small house, but it's a tourist center now. It's called Vilakazi Street. If you see the number of tourists who come there every day, all over the world, they come to that house to just come and take pictures. The man is there, though. I went there when he was dead. A lot of money from his house, old house. So when you serve people, listen, there are things you do for people, you don't need to take any money, but money will come back to you. There are things you do. It's not everything you do that they must pay you. There are things you do to put a smile on somebody's face, make somebody happy, open a door for people, help people, do something for people, serve people, sacrifice for people. It gives you a reputation. Five things that are better than money. Blessing, wisdom, favor, relationship. If you have these five, even in these difficult times, you will survive. I'm telling you, you will survive. As for the money, we don't know where it's going. But you will survive. You will just be fine. Hope you've been blessed by today's message. You can contact Reverend Hubert on 030-340-7970 or 024-33-11201. Remain blessed.